Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to podcast 81. Um, A lot of you will read the title and be able to resonate with this immediately. So um, stop making you seasonal. Um, I see it happen all the time. Like, you know, I talk about how long, and I know I sound like a broken record, but like for the last 20 years, I've dedicated my soul to the health and fitness industry. And there's patterns and stuff that I watch all the time. The wool cannot be pulled over my eyes on a lot of stuff come health and fitness. Like, (laughs) I'm going to let you in on a secret. So wherever I go, I'm just a people watcher. I'm a, I, I love watching people, listening to people and working out what their things are. Like their you know, their relationships with food, their relationships with exercise, their past history. Like, I just can't help myself. Like, when I go on holiday, like, I want to work everyone out. I want to know, I, I watch bodies and I'm like, well, that person lifts weights. Like, look at that condition in her bottom and in her legs and da 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 um, I can spot an aerobics um, abuser a mile off. And, you know, it's just what I do. I can't help myself. Um, I don't do it in a negative way. I do it because I'm just so interested in bodies. I'm interested in the way they function. Um, and obviously I've dedicated my life to, um, training principles and nutritional principles and, uh, nutritional behavior, dysfunctional behavior around food and exercise. So it's just a massive interest to me. And I do find myself reading people wherever I go. And it's funny when I go on holiday, I always know that I can spot the women a mile off that have starved themselves before they go on holiday because they're just like letting loose because they've basically, for the past two months before they've gone, they've got into all the clothes that's one end of the wardrobe, which is two sizes smaller than what they wear um, when a couple of months after they get back from their holiday throughout the winter. Like I've never really understood this like, I'm going to be a size 12 in the summer um, and a 16 in the winter. Like, I've never understood why, why? I've never understood why anyone would want to be like that, you know? Um, So this podcast is just going to be about, like, how you can, like, you got to stop making yourself seasonal and start opening your mind as to what being a size, I'm just, this is in inverted commas, right? to be in that smaller size in the wardrobe, but all year round, and it not even be that hard. Like, I think if women knew how hard they were making their life by being one end of the wardrobe for six months of the year and another end of the wardrobe for six months of the year, 
how hard they are making that for themselves long term. Like, firstly, let's talk about the money and time women waste on crash diets, excessive exercise, 90 day plans, you know, like this, like, I'm going to sign up to Herbishite. I'm going to spend all these hundreds of pounds per month on stupid shakes and stuff that you drink and you these bars that you eat that have got no nutritional value. Like, you're wasting your money on this stuff in the plea and in the bid to drop two dress sizes before you go on that summer holiday. And this is the thing, right? When we lose weight for an event or we lose weight for... Um, a holiday, for example, and we do it really quite quickly and in a crash diety type way, you never deal with the dysfunction that is there around food and exercise. So actually, when you do go on holiday, you're still so bloody unhappy with yourself because you haven't tackled any of the inner stuff. So you might be two dress sizes smaller, but you will still hate your body. You will still not want to put that bikini on. You will still have the issues that you had two dress sizes bigger because you haven't tackled any of that stuff along the way. Like you've just taken zero responsibility over losing these two dress sizes. You've gone to Slimming World, Weight Watchers, Herbishite or whatever. They've told you exactly what you do. You do it, you lose in inverted commas weight um so therefore you drop into them two dress sizes but you haven't trained efficiently around that so you still hate your body because it's all hangy and it's still wobbly and it's still not you're not feeling confident in your own skin like you haven't tackled any of these food things so the chances are and i hear this all of the time people coming home from a holiday a two-week holiday a stone heavier like this blows my brain out of my head like how anyone could possibly gain a stone whilst on holiday in two weeks like it blows my mind like for me to be able to put on a stone I think crikey I'd have to completely seriously change my life um and it would probably take a very long time because you know my relationship with food is really great has it always been great absolutely not and actually if you've listened to any of my very current podcasts you'll know that I had a very dysfunctional relationship with food and I hear people say to me all the time oh no I've always had a dysfunctional relationship with food it will never change so I might as well just go back to Slimming World or whatever because um, it's never going to change well that's utter bullshit because you know I came out of a mental illness dysfunctional relationship with food and I have not got one now so it's bullshit that you can't get out the other side it's just whether people want to try and the problem is to come away from a dysfunctional relationship with food and exercise you actually have to take responsibility you have to be very self-aware and it is hard and I do sometimes struggle with you know there's a lot of people in life that don't want, they don't want to do things that are hard. They don't want to take responsibility for themselves. Like they would rather stay in that misery and just completely yo-yo and repeat the cycle over and over again than actually put the work in and change these things. So you've got these women, they've lost two dress sizes to go on holiday. Amazing. Like, well done you. Um, 
But because they've done it in such a way, when they get there, they're not going to follow a slimming world diet. Like what woman goes on holiday and counts her sins while she's on holiday, weighs out her food like Weight Watchers when she's on holiday, takes her herbicide drinks on holiday. They don't. So guess what happens? They get there. Oh my God, look at the bread, the croissants, the cake, the desserts, the pasta, the chips, the all the things that they've missed out on, they now begin to binge on. And then, you know what? Like they binge for two weeks. It is proper binge mentality. I'm going to drink all the alcohol. It's all inclusive. So I'm going to go up four times and they come back after two weeks. They've put on a stone-ish, a whole dress size. And before they know it, they get back and they can't get out of this bingey mentality that they've had on holiday because they've got a taste for it now. And within a month, their two dress sizes back on again and back to where they were before they went on holiday. Do this enough and like this causes damage. Like this causes damage to your body, your health. Like this is damaging to your health. Yo-yoing is damaging. And like, why do people not look at this? Why are people not like making me seasonal is damaging my health? So why are people not looking outside the box? Why are people not finding something they can follow forever? Like, I'm talking like principles for life. This is my big ethos. Like, I'm not interested in someone coming to see me to drop two dress sizes before they go on holiday to then go back to their old ways. That's failure on my part. Like, I don't want that. Like, that is not what I want from my people. Like I want my people to succeed. I want their life to change. Like, yes, of course, I want them to look like a badass and I want them to feel so confident in their best self. I do, which means changing your body, building some lean muscle, getting more toned, having some definition in their body, peaching their bum up, flattening their tummy, like all of this stuff. The aesthetics are so important. I'm not saying that they're not, but It is the whole journey that is important here. It's the whole journey that makes what I do, how I, what I do, I feel makes it special is that you don't have to continue on this yo-yo journey. You don't have to keep on, off, on, off all of the time. And you can actually find a set of principles that you can actually just follow for life. And honestly, it's like, the last podcast I spoke about was freedom and it does, it creates freedom. So like, imagine this, right? Imagine this. So you've got three holidays booked in 2023, just for an example. Like I know women that have crash dieted all their life that will be already planning 2023, those three holidays, when they're going to diet so that they go on that holiday feeling good. Whereas for me, If I had three holidays booked in 2023, what I look like, what I will wear and what end of my wardrobe size clothing I'm going to take on that holiday wouldn't even come into my mind. Like it wouldn't even be a thought because do you know what? I'm in pretty good shape from January to January every single year, like all year round in shape. And when I say this to women, they're like, oh no, I could never be in shape all year round. Well, yes, you can. Why can you not? The only reason you can't is if you're a serial crash dieter with a poor relationship with food and exercise. Because exercise is in my life all the time. 
all year round, 12 months of the year. Eating well is in my life 12 months of the year. Why? Because I want health. I want to grow up and I want, I want to grow up. I don't ever want to grow up. I want to get old and be healthy. I don't want to be like, you know, and I know not all of this is in your control, but I will do everything in my power to be in good health as I go into my old age. Like, and if a crash diet is going to jeopardize that, then no, thank you very much. I am not that stupid. Like, do your research, guys, on what you are throwing yourself into. Do your research on this whole yo-yo thing, like being a size 12 one end of the year and a size 16 another. Like, that yo-yoing of your body is so detrimental to your health. Like, research this stuff because, you know, like, we're on this planet for a short space of time. Let's make the best of it, you know? So you'll never see me fluctuating um, from one end of the year to the other. Now, let me just talk about what fluctuating means. So it's July, I'm going on holiday soon. Um, it's the summer holidays. Am I as strict as a strict person through the summer holidays? No, I like to enjoy time with my children. I like to go on holiday. I like to sit in the garden at a barbecue with my friends and eat the burger and eat the nibbles and I don't really drink, but have a Pims or whatever. Like, I love all this stuff. Like, I love enjoying myself as well. So I'm not saying that you should just stick to a strict regime all year round. What you need to do is learn the 70-30 rule. 70% of the time, I'm just going to take care of myself. I'm going to do my training, build my muscle, make myself feel really great, get stronger, keep progressing in that, eat the real good stuff, eat my greens, eat my proteins, take my supplements. Like 70% of the time, I'm committed to my health. 70%. 30% of the time, I'm going to eat the chips. I'm going to drink the alcohol. I'm going to eat the ice cream with my kids on the beach. I'm going to eat the sandwich. I'm going to eat the burger. I'm going to, like, you don't have to be 100% to consistently, like, achieve with your body. Like, this whole seasonal approach to our bodies is actually a really hard way of life. I think people have this stigma that the 70-30 rule is harder when it is not. Like, it provides so much freedom and I wish I could shout it from the rooftops and I wish I had like this little potion bottle or something you know like from Alice in Wonderland that you could all just have a sip of and it would take you to a year in the life of you on a 70-30 looking after myself um, ethos just so you could experience how easy it is and experience um, you know that you're putting yourself through hell right now by this whole yo-yo mentality that you are doing. So, you know, it's a constant fight and it's probably one of the most frustrating things for me to watch is women in this constant fight of on and off, like when it's just not necessary, like it's about calming our thought processes, it's about slowing down our thought processes and rather than going, that's it, I've fucked up because I've eaten a piece of cake three days in a row. It's about being really, really realistic and going, it's just three pieces of cake over three days. Like, don't worry about it. Just up your training a little bit. Go for a walk. Um, 
eat some salads for a few days and bam, you're back to feeling great again. Like people overcomplicate this thing, health and fitness. Like it is so overcomplicated. There's a pill for this, a jab for that. There's a shake for this. Um, and don't worry if you're over a certain BMI, you can get Slimming Well for free on the NHS. Don't even get me started on that because honestly, it makes my skin cruel. So like, you know, there is no magic pill. There is no magic wand. There is none of that. Like it's about finding a consistent way of having that 70-30 ethos. So seasonal, it is such hard work. I assure you, it is such hard work. And you know, I've been there, like I used to, when I was 18 years old, 18, 19, 20, like if I had a holiday, I would train, I'd weight train six days a week, run three days a week as well, um, burn myself out, get flu before I went on holiday, um, but my bikini looked good, so it was all good. Then I'd come back from the holiday, feel so awful, I'd go into a pit of misery for a week um, and regret. Um, and then I'd be like, right, now I'm gonna have to get rid of that holiday weight, um, so I'm gonna do that. But it took me like three weeks to do it because I kept binging on stuff that um, I was banning from my life. Um, and then, you know, I never quite got back to where I was before I went on holiday. And then there's another holiday. So, yep, back in the gym, six days a week, running three times, got the flu, made myself ill, but don't worry, I looked good on my holiday in a bikini, all for the Instagram, you know, all of that. So it's exhausting. It is so exhausting. Like, it is the, I think, something that I see so many people struggle with. And I do think, going back to the podcast I recorded last week, like, freedom is the best feeling ever. And again, I want to bottle it up like a little Alice in Wonderland potion bottle so you can drink it and, like, experience what that freedom means. Like, to just go on holiday. Like, to just go on holiday, not think about what you're going to look like in a pool not think about what you're going to look like in your swimwear. Like, not worry about what you're going to eat when you're there. Like, oh, I wonder what's in the restaurant. Am I going to come back and ruin everything? Like, we're meant to be going on these holidays and doing these fun things to enhance our life. When they become stressful because of your weight or your health or whatever, like, things have got to change. It's a massive red flag for you to go oh my God, if my main worry when I'm going on a massive, amazing holiday with my family is what I'm going to look like and how I'm going to look by the pool, then I have some serious issues that I need to address. And I need to do it now. Because you know, like I look at my kids like nine and seven, they're so young, but they're so old now. Like it has gone so fast. And you know, like I remember one of the first holidays that I went on with the kids, like not particularly liking my body. Um, and yeah, I was postnatal, postnatal, whatever. But I remember ruining lots of life experiences because I was so consumed with what I looked like, what I was going to eat when I was there, how I wouldn't be able to do this, that and that, um, whether people would judge me. Um, and 
I was also a miserable bitch at times as well because we know as women when we feel rubbish about ourselves we are miserable like we don't want to wear a certain thing so we change a hundred times and it completely takes you away from the bloody awesome experience that you're having with your beautiful family so you know like open your mind to the reasons as to why you have to stop making yourself seasonal. Like, who says you have to be in shape to go on holiday? Who says that you have to lose however many stones before you get married? Who says before your Christmas party you have to lose two dress sizes? Who says, you know, any of this stuff? Like, they don't. And actually, if you were taking good care of yourself 70% of the time, it wouldn't even be an issue. And, you know, like, I might train a little bit harder for the next nine days before I go on holiday. I might try and like, you know, get a bit more abs going on before I go. I might try and shape up my shoulders a bit more before I go, peach my bum up for my bikini. Like, it's totally okay to do that because it's coming from a place of um, why the hell not? I'm going to be wearing a bikini. I might as well look like an absolute frigging badass in it. And I can flick myself to, come on, Vix, you need to get in the gym a little bit more. You need to lift a little bit heavier just so that you feel absolutely tip top when you go away. It's different when you feel like that. But if it's consuming you before you go away, and then when you're there, you're just on edge because you're so worried about what people will think, then, you know, like open your mind, open your mind to other things in life. And this is why I am so adamant on my tribe, nailing their reasons why, nailing their future you, nailing their goals, because, you know, like there's more to weight loss and fitness than looking good in a bikini on holiday. There's more to it than looking great in a dress at a party. Like, there's so much more to it than that. Like a hundred thousand more important things than that. And when we can nail those things, the whole journey becomes so much easier, much more effortless. And, and actually you just start to work on your relationship around food and exercise, which until women work on that, they will keep continuing to go round and round in circles, trying to find that special thing that is going to give them the motivation to succeed. You know, that expensive gym membership. If I join that gym, I'm definitely going to do everything I want to do, lose all the weight I want to lose and be a brand new woman. (laughs) Actually, you're not because you walk into that gym, you don't know what to do, you fanny around on the machines, you go home again. You do that for two months, you don't get any results and bam, that's the gym membership cancelled. Like there is no magic answer to your health and fitness. Actually, I've learned over the years with my coaching, every woman is different, but a lot of them are the same. They need principles that they can just adjust to their life. They have to get disciplined. They have to start learning to get the training sessions done, even if they don't want to, and even if they're on their, heaven forbid, on their own. Like they have to be able to learn to do this stuff for long-term success. Some people may not like that. Some people may be like, oh no, I need to press play on a whoop whoop video so I can follow someone. But that will always come to an end, always. Because 
When that person isn't there whooping at you, who's left to do the workout? You, and you haven't built the discipline or resilience to get it done. This might sound really tough, but it is how I've helped women completely change their life, teaching them to do the exercise even if they don't want to, teaching them to do the training by themselves at home, even if it's the last thing they wanna do, like teaching them to choose the right choices when it comes to food, teaching them that they are important, teaching them that actually they can um, have a great relationship with food and exercise, they've just got to try, like teaching them all of this stuff. Um, And all of a sudden they're like, oh, and this is quite controversial, but it's quite easy to lose weight. It's easy to gain weight. But do you know what the hard bit is? Maintenance being able to be the same size for a whole year. Like, it is actually quite powerful. So yes, if someone comes to me and says, do you know what, I've stayed the same weight for a whole month, what am I doing wrong? I will high five them, I will celebrate them, and I'll say, well bloody done. And they're like, looking at me blankly, like, yeah, but she wants to see the scales come down, doesn't she? Like, what is she doing? But maintaining your weight is flipping hard and a lot of women will totally understand when I say this like maintenance is tough because you know maintenance requires consistent work so if you are maintaining your weight then you are consistently doing what you need to do to do that which means training and making good choices when you can whilst enjoying life and you know like it is a superpower Maintaining your weight is a superpower. So I will celebrate people when they've maintained their weight for a whole month because I know there'll be people listening to this understanding what I say right now. Like for a woman, I've watched many women fluctuate three pounds up, four pounds down, five pounds up, two pounds down, three pounds up, one pound down for a whole year. So then they get to the end of the year, and they might be they might be a little bit less if they're lucky but generally they're higher than when they started because they've just fluctuated the whole time whereas maintenance is a skill it is an absolute skill and it means you are nailing your relationship with food and exercise so just to round this podcast up like if you are looking at your health seasonally then you have got it all wrong like sit down and think about it Think about what weight loss can do for you other than make you feel better in your clothes. Like think about the bigger picture, what else it can bring to you, how else you could use um, taking care of yourself as your superpower, like to let go of some of these seasonal habits that you have around yo-yo dieting, around events and, and holidays and etc. Like not having to go to one end of the wardrobe at one end of the year and another end of the wardrobe for another end of the year. Like letting go of that constant on-off fight and to stop wasting your frigging time and money on bullshit. Put the Slimming World bars, oh my God, I hate them. I just want to stamp all over the boxes. Put them all in the bin. Like they cost you how much money to buy those nutrient-free, sugar-full shit bars? Like they cost you so much money. Like stop buying this shit. Put it in the bin and eat some real food. Like stop wasting your time and money on this stuff. And think about 
2023 being your year of consistency. There's going to be no seasonal changes. This is just going to be me consistently working on my health from one end of the year to another. And I am going to get better, even if it's only by a small amount. If you think about this, right, if you consistently worked on 50-50, 50% looking after yourself, 50% enjoying yourself a bit too much, and you did that for a whole year, you would probably be, what, half a stone lighter at the end of the year? Maybe a bit more. If you did that for three years, think about that, seven, 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 20, 21 pounds down over three years. If you did that over five years, think about the success that you could achieve by not even trying that hard. And this is what my ethos is. It's like, if you can get yourself into that headspace, the magic will happen. I hope this has helped today, guys. Thank you for listening, as always. Um, We're getting really close now to my 20 day to transformation. Um, I'm really, 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 really excited about it. I can't wait. Booking opens on the 1st of... August. So when this podcast goes out, I believe it may have opened. I'm actually going to check. I am going to check. No, this podcast is going to go out on the 31st of July. So guys, the 20 day to transformation course opens, the booking opens tomorrow. Members, it's included in your membership. I'm so excited. And we kick off right at the beginning of September. So if you're listening to some of this and you're like, oh God, yeah, that, that's a bit of me, then come and learn from me and my, the ethos that I use on my 20 day to transformation in September. Hop onto my website or pop me a message and I can send you the link to get booked up. Um, but until next time, I'll see you soon.